Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. It's time to speak to our next guest of the morning, a playwright from Melbourne who has a brand new show coming to Copac on Friday the 6th of May, all about Rick Springfield. So a very good morning to Kieran Carroll. Good morning to you. Hi, Jonathan. Thanks for having me on the program. My absolute pleasure, and uh, welcome back to 9 to 1. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a little while since we uh, last spoke. You uh, had a show that was uh, touring around, and then sadly, of course, uh, the the big C word got in the way. It did, yes. I had I had a play about uh, the famous Australian tennis player John Newcomb, which was to go to Copac. Well, a couple of times we tried, <laughs> 2020 and 2021, and... Um, Yes, that's been rescheduled, and that will appear uh, next year as part of a Victorian regional tour. But um, at the moment, I have a rather kind of large musical play going around about uh, Rick Springfield, mm-hmm. um, who uh, a lot of listeners would know. Obviously, Jesse's Girl was yes. a, a worldwide smash, but his 50-year career is very vast from... Um, being in uh, Zoot in the late 60s and early 70s with, with Daryl Cotton. And then you know, he kind of had this big hit in the early 70s in Australia with Speak to the Sky. And then he went to America and made four albums in the 70s. Yeah, and yeah. then eventually the 80s hit and um, things got very, very big for him. Yeah. And uh, so the play itself is based on his autobiography? It is. The autobiography is called Late at, Late at Night. Uh that's a line from Jesse's Girl that people would yes, recognise, yes, and yeah. the um, yeah, the show the show has the same name, and it, it's a two act musical play. There's twenty Springfield songs uh, in the show, mm-hmm. and the performer is a guy from Sydney called Jackson Carroll, who's no relation to me. We, we, we just share the same. <laughs> so I keep explaining that, but it's not it's not a son or a, yeah. or a nephew. And it's a it's a two hour ten minute show, so and he's on stage the whole time, so it's a very very big role. Wow, yep. And um, Springfield's had a very um, well a very successful career and, and, and continues to uh, in America, but there's been a lot of ups and downs. He went to he went to the Vietnam War when he was eighteen as a guitar player, and that was a very kind of traumatic experience for him. And he's had um, various battles with mental health and right, the yeah. and then some kind of well-known acting roles as well some sort of in the early 80s period when jesse's girl and that album working class dog became very big he also landed a role as a sort of a soap star in general hospital but um more recently he's been in, he was in a film called ricky and the flash with meryl streep right yeah, only yeah. about five five or so so years ago, and um, yes, he's, he's even at the moment he has an album out with Russell Morris, which is doing very well on the Australian Blues and Roots chart. So he's, he's continued to kind of make music all sorts and, of music. Yeah. Yes, I think there's 20, 22 solo albums, Jonathan. Wow. can believe that. So it's a very vast catalogue of work, you know, beyond kind of the pop hits of the eighties. Definitely. And so, is this a similar style to a previous performance you had come through the area, Sons of Sun? Uh, yes, look, it, it has some it has some similarities with Sons of Sun in in the way that it it moves between the songs and 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 the acting components and mm-hmm. and the narratives. Yeah, so Jackson goes from uh, he plays guitar, he plays he plays keyboards, and he's obviously yep. singing, and then it it goes into um, 
yeah, various acting roles that he takes on. And, and um, you need to be quite good with accents with Rick Springfield because yes. he, he um, at certain stages, he's got an Australian accent, but he, <laughs> he spent part of his childhood in England, right. so he had an English accent. And then in the late 70s, this sort of the American accent takes over and right. um this is partly to do with in the late 70s well he had he had four albums out in the 70s and he, he, he was sort of spent really and he, he thought he was almost going to kind of retire from music yep. in the late 20s and he picked up an acting contract and then had to have an american accent for a lot of these cameos Roles, yep, yep. and then that sort of then kind of took took over so it's an interesting one because i I'm sure a lot of Americans now think that he's probably American. <laughs> but we, we can lay claim. <laughs> yeah, and um, the house in Parkdale, I live in Edisvale in the southern suburbs of Melbourne, and the house in Parkdale where his uh, mother lived for 50 years became a kind of real sanctuary for him. So he was always coming back to Australia, but he just wasn't doing concerts. So he's very sort of privately fond of Australia, but he just hasn't... Um, yeah, just hasn't done so, the kind yep. of the publicity thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, there you go. So, uh, very much an autobiographical uh, tale. Now, it's coming to Copac, as you said, on uh, Friday the 6th of May, and then doing a bit of a Victorian tour um, in Geelong, then uh, heading out to St Kilda as well in uh, early June. Yes, that's right. So, look, we're really looking forward to, to coming to Colac. The show had a great debut in Melbourne um, a couple of weeks ago and Colex the first stop on the regional tour on, on Friday the 6th of May. Fantastic. Well, uh, tickets are available uh, through Copac and uh, it sounds like it's going to be a, a, a great night of uh, live music and storytelling. Yeah, it will be. It really will be. We're looking forward to doing it, Jonathan. Fantastic. Well, uh, I'll, I'll ask the question then. Uh, which tune would you prefer me to uh, go with, Speak to the Sky yeah. or Jesse's Girl? Oh, let's go for let's go for Speak to the Sky. So Speak to the Sky was a hit in seventy one, so Springfield was very young then, he just left Zoot and uh I mean in, in, in more recent times, um the Seekers actually covered Speak to the Sky yes, and do yes. a very very pretty version of it as well. But yeah, it's the song that um launched him really and, and got him to America and got him a got him a record deal and um yeah look it it, it went off, it went off famously uh in the show a couple of weeks ago so yeah go for go nice. for speak to the sky and it might be one that uh yeah people aren't as acquainted with they probably do uh, see Jesse's girl kind of as his main tune that he's associated with yeah well look it's really funny in America if you can believe this he had 17 top 40 hits wow. in the 80s <laughs> yeah and he even, there's a magnificent piece of footage where he actually made Mondo Rock's State of the Heart a hit in the mid-80s. Right. And there's an unbelievable piece of footage where he's playing Live Aid, and it's, it's this Philadelphia Speedway, the, you know, the American Live Aid. And it, I've never seen a crowd like it, but it looks like there's sort of quarter of a million people jammed into this speedway, and there he is playing Mondo Rock's State of the Heart. And I thought to myself when I watched that, I thought, wow, that song is really, that's really getting out there. Nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so he, the, the hits in Australia were really only sort of Speak to the Sky and Jesse's Girl and yeah. a couple of other things that did flirt with the charts. But in America, um, there were about four albums there that were, it was hit after hit, hit for After hit, for nice. Long. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for uh, having a chat this morning, Kieran. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. Real pleasure. Thank and you. Uh, let's take a listen then to Rick Springfield. This is uh, Speak to the Sky. You're listening to 9 to 1 on OCRFM. FM.